Previously on Gutter Trash. Uh, think of it as a bonus, uh, or a uh, or punishment. Fucking weird, faggot. This little white trash lady with a unibrow and a lip ring sitting across from me. She's giving me the evil eye the entire time. I don't fucking know why she's giving me the unibrow. <laughs> but the best part of the story is he still comes in my work and he buys football cards now. And then, like every time I see him, he's like, "Hey, what's up, Jason?" I'm like, "Hey, what's up, Rich?" Yeah, we're not ending the show. I had a cherry. My first real. Jerry, this is not a sex joke. And he starts petting my head like I'm a cat. <laughs> my grandma lives at the bottom of this hill, my cousin at the top, and it was like that sort of a neighborhood. Uh-huh. Like, you know, seriously, banjos on the porches, sort of cousins having sex with each other. A very dangerous combination of poverty and stubbornness. <laughs> like, I pictured like this crazy, like, metal guy, like, super. Huge, ripped, beardy, like basically a member of some like Norwegian death metal band. Right. He just looks like some dude with short hair. He's like, <laughs> he's a <that> gagger. around. Yeah. Stuffed up nose. I don't like gum rubbing stuff for you. No, no. It's for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> so you, are you out of inhaler? No, uh, I have like my asthma inhaler, but like for uh, nasal clearing. Mm. You know, allergenic. Allergenic, hay fever type you know, business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, it's in the other room and I forgot to do it before we, we Came on here and uh, fuck all that noise. Yeah. So uh, sorry, folks. You're going to deal with my uh, nasally voice as usual. Uh, And that's for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's been. It it seems like we haven't done this in a while. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know why I looked for a calendar behind me. There is none. In most offices, you could turn and there'd be one. Uh, up until probably about four years ago, I used to keep a calendar in here. Right. But, uh, yeah, apparently, you know, uh, fuck that. But, uh, I think it was, uh, back in July 9th. Wow, really? Yeah. Man. I think. I don't know. Is that right? That can't be right. That can't be right. That, no, August 9th. Okay. So, uh, only about two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I knew that wasn't right, I started sweating profusely when you said that. I was like, well, why did we wait so long? What is wrong? I was like, did I black out? I must have blacked out. We haven't had 
had a show for two months. Where was I? <laughs> I, I took a nap today when I got home and uh, for a like fifteen minute nap, yeah. and it was a power, you know power nap I like to call them. And uh, I woke up and I, was, I had no idea what I was like. Oh my god, it's Monday. <laughs> That's what I thought, but it was like it was like five minutes before you called me. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, had a hard time sleeping last night. I was in uh, I was in Indianapolis. It was uh, my my oldest brother and my other brother had gotten together and decided that they were going to put something together to celebrate my parents' wedding anniversary, which was last Tuesday. That's pretty cool. Fortieth uh, anniversary. Congratulations. Yes, Olga and Gary. Gary. Uh, the middle brother, though, uh, apparently decided that uh, fuck that. I'm going to Kings Island. And so he wasn't there. <laughs> was he one of the two that was supposed to help organize? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so we stayed at my oldest brother's house. Uh, and this is the first time I've been there. And, uh, he has a son who's uh, going to be 20 in September. Uh, wasn't there when we showed up. Arrived about half an hour later, went directly to his room. We saw him about two hours later where he ate uh, two chicken patty sandwiches with barbecue sauce and ketchup, uh, a bunch of potato chips, a bunch of Teddy Grahams, and then a bunch of Teddy Grahams <laughs> dunked inside of a bowl of chocolate frosting, and then a bunch of potato chips dunked inside a bowl of chocolate frosting. Are you making this up? <laughs> I'm not making this up. Oh and this was uh, about 20 minutes before we were about to have dinner. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is a pot of light snack. Yeah. Uh, and so then, you know, uh, he was, uh, he disappeared into his room again, and then he came back out for dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, this isn't, you said older brother, right? This isn't a nine-year-old who we're talking about. My bro- I'm talking about my, my nephew. Okay. Who's going to be 20. Okay. He's the one eating the telegram? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about your brother. No. Still, no. though. That's 20. Nephew. 20, though. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Telegram is something, uh, chocolate frosting. frosting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that he was just eating it with a spoon. Yeah. Uh, and then he grabbed a handful of potato chips and shoved them in there and started eating those. <laughs> oh, uh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, directly after dinner, uh, which was like roast beef, mashed potatoes, corn, bread, salad, you know, all that, which he ate. Uh, uh, and then he left and uh, didn't come back. Uh, he was meeting some people for dinner. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so I figured, well, he's not here. Uh, I was going to sleep in his room because my other option was I'll sleep on the floor in the living room. So uh, I had an air mattress because, you know, he's... A 19-year-old kid, I'm not going to sleep on his bed. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, God knows what the hell he does to it. I know what I was doing to it at 20 years old, so. Uh, uh, but then, at the same time, like, just before I was about to go to bed, my sister-in-law said, yeah, you know, sometimes he'll say that he's not coming back for the night or whatever, and then he'll wind up coming home. So, all night, 
and a strange room. I kept waking up because I was like, oh, man, maybe he's going to, like, show up or something. Right. right. You hear a creak and you think it's him. Right. So, that was my night. It doesn't sound very restful. Uh, yeah, I kept waking up, like, every hour. Plus, air mattress. And you just came back here this morning? Uh, we got back around 2.33. So, did they have a good uh, anniversary? Um, they went out and, well, they went on a cruise back in April, so mm-hmm. that was their anniversary gift to each other. Uh, so, this was just my brother deciding then to, you know, to, you know, celebrate it. That's cool. My niece, uh, she had to work, so she wasn't there for dinner. Uh, but we, like my brother, like put aside some leftovers for her. And then when she got home from work, she had brought in takeout from where she works, uh, like chicken fingers, macaroni and cheese, and like caramelized apples. <laughs> wow! I think all the food groups were covered in the in the house that night. Yeah, yeah. grams, caramelized apples, mac and cheese. <laughs> And then we played apples to apples all night. Okay. So you guys did play some games. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, which was kind of fun because my dad and my mother were completely drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mom, no? Yeah. Uh, she's got a bunch of uh, medical stuff coming up, so she couldn't drink. Yeah, okay. Otherwise, she, well, I don't know. I've never seen her drink to get drunk. Right. Uh, my dad, uh, I've seen him drunk, and I've seen my brother drunk many a time. <laughs> <clears throat> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was alright. The, uh, on the way home, though, uh, I saw three awesome things. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, somehow, my parents have a, a GPS, uh, locator thing, uh, that they were using to get home from. My brother's house. That's right, you were with them. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I guess this is like, uh, this is only the second time that they've ever been to his house there. Uh, so they were using it to get home. And the thing was taking us through basically, you know, deliverance land. Yeah. And, I mean, just back roads where, you know, if you broke down, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Eventually, we made it out to a main road. And there was like a shopping mall area. And there was a Hardee's that was a split restaurant. It was a Hardee's and then something called Red Burrito. Red Burrito? Yeah. Never heard of it. Neither have I. And the sign, you know how they usually advertise, you know, two Angus burgers for $6 or whatever. And try our new fried bologna biscuit. <laughs> And, of course, you did. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I do not like bologna. Uh, never have. Man. It's nasty. It's nasty meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's bottom feeder. Yeah. Of the pork family. Yes. Uh, I think it's just flattened hot dogs. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's it, basically it, what it tastes like. It's, it's the same, same substance. I'm yeah. Sure. Just uh, rat tails and dirt. <laughs> Leftover uh, spleens. <clears throat> so then, while we were driving through the uh, the backwoods areas, lots of farmland out there, uh, saw some cows sleeping. 
which uh, I've never really seen before. Like mm-hmm. uh, every time you pass a, a farm where there's cows, they're always just sort of standing around and grazing. These are laying down wow. on the ground, just passed out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like with their legs curled under them. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't like on their side. One of them was. Really? Yeah. There's my tip. Uh, could be. Could be. Wow. You know, uh, you, would you count tip? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think it would. No, I don't think they deserve tips. No. Yeah. But just they, like uh, they don't work hard enough. Yeah, just like the people at Starbucks. Fuck them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, uh, but then, uh, like a little while past the the sleeping cows, I saw donkeys. I've never seen a donkey before. Oh, really? Yeah. Were they, were they sleeping? No. It was just they're donkeys. <laughs> I've never seen a donkey. Was there like a bunch of them? Yeah, there's like, like four or five. A, a coven of donkey? A, a coven, a sure. Yeah. Coven of donkeys. Yeah. Uh, and then and like two horses. Wow. Uh, just like roaming around. And it was just like, that's awesome. That I've, never cool. seen, I've never seen I, a donkey. I don't know that I've ever seen them. I've seen ponies. I've never seen, I, I can't say that I've ever seen a pony. Mm. I'm going to assume that I haven't because I'm sure I'd remember if I had. The only time I ever did. Depressed the hell out of me. Because I was walking out of a grocery store with my mom. I was like 10, 10 or 12 years old. And uh, I walked out of the Kroger over in Van Buren. And there was a, they had this setup, you know, where they had a, a pony. And they would take your picture on the pony if you were a kid for like five bucks or something. Yeah. And they were doing that. And my mom was like, oh, do you, do you want your picture on the pony? And I looked over and that pony looked like, it had this look in its eyes like, fucking kill me. And, uh, I mean, it was just, like, radiating that, that phrase out from his eyes. And I just was so depressed. I was like, let's get out of here. <laughs> and now every time I think of ponies, I think of that poor bastard. Hmm. Well, then, uh, good for you. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're in the middle of the, the, the trifecta. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the third thing I saw uh, was uh, near Richmond. We were on seventy, and a car passed us entirely covered in post-its. Really? Yes. Well, that's pretty cool too. How are they staying on? I don't know. It's like that's the highway, right? Yeah. Maybe they like. Because I mean, if I write a note and slapped a post-it on my computer, it would fall off in ten minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. If you exhale, like if you're like. Oh man! And the post-its all just fall. Out. Yeah. Maybe they use like Gorilla Glue or something. Could be. They yeah. didn't rely on the post-it glue. Could be. Could be. Were there messages on the post-its? Uh, there was on the back window. Uh, I mean they they left enough room so that you could like see through the back window, but there was like some on the bottom that had something written on it. But uh, like the rest of the car, the the outside of the car, covered in post-its. Could you even tell what color the car was? Uh, silver. Okay. Yeah. So, so there were some patches. Right. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I wonder what that was about. I don't know. <laughs> Should a YouTube post it car later? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, on the bumper, there was a, uh, a website, but uh, I don't remember what it was. And, like, it passed us too fast for me to clearly see what it was. Maybe they're, uh, doing, uh, maybe they're the street team for a post it, a new kind of post it with really good glue. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I would, that would, I would be a believer, you know. 
all it would take for me. Yeah, yeah. Posted going on the highway. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. They were multicolored. And, uh, like, you know, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, uh, like they were, like, sort of wallpapered onto it. I mean, they were, like, flea. Yeah. And, you know, like, flipping in the wind. Right. You know, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. They were going to say, in the car was a bunch of donkeys and sleeping cows. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, no. What should we talk about? Uh, I don't know. Should we talk about this thing? Or just we, we got room to babble. Mm. I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a good night. I went on a date. Yeah. My le- my special lady friend. Yeah. yeah. And uh, can, we, can we call her your girlfriend yet? Yeah, point? yeah. I think yeah. we can call her that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go and do that. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So yeah, her her friend was playing at a coffee house in Cedarville. Yawn. <laughs> Her friend was actually really good, but don't care. The, the, the I'm imagining acoustic guitar. Oh, lone on the stage on a stool mic. Yeah, there was a lot of that, uh, and she was one of them. Well, she, I think she was in a chair. Yeah, uh, yeah. acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no backup band. Or anything no, like no backup band. Just. Uh, Poorly written songs. Uh, they were good. They're good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed them. <clears throat> I she had, she had seriously she had an impressive, amazing voice. Um, I'd like to hear more. I'd like to check it out. Uh, anyway, so you went to this pretentious <laughs> crap fest. It, it was like a Christian coffee house too. Ooh, double negative. <laughs> Does not make the positive, <laughs> but uh, like like uh, it was really strange because there's like the first three guys that did their set, they uh, you know they were like one of them is like definitely Christian because he was like this is I mean they were all doing like Bob Dylan songs though it was really strange and uh and they're like they're like one of them goes I love this song right here it reminds me of the Book of Revelations because and, and like starts going on I was like why are you talking. I mean, I forget what it was. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like ain't gonna work in Molly's field no more. Right, but it right. was like, it was like, oh, when the ship comes, or when the when the ship comes in, or something. I don't know. But uh, I was like, how do you tangled get... up in. <laughs> I don't know. He was like, hey, now you're an all star. It reminds me of the book, <laughs> the book of Acts. Uh, but yeah, it was it was alright. It was just too bad that she played. She was like the eighth person, so. It wasn't that bad. I I actually had a good time, but yeah, there's a couple of those guys that I was just like, get off the stage, asshole. <laughs> so yeah, that was my, that was my and then uh, and we watched uh, Twin Peaks and the Triplets of Belleville, and we and this morning we went to a uh, uh, what do you call them flea market? Oh, and it was pretty cool. Which one? It was the one in West Carrollton in the old Roberts building. I didn't know there was one. Oh, and it's sweet. I bought, I bought a book that reprints a bunch of twenties and early and like ten, like nineteen ten comics. It was like seven dollars. I had, it had like this old strip, uh, 
by Frank King Gasanelli guy before Gasanelli. I had never even heard of it. It was like, uh, it was like, like Barry's imagination or something. I forget what it was called, but it was about this little kid in school, and he just like pretends like he's, you know, he's just really bored in school, and he pretends like he's breaking out of school, and he, only it's a jail cell, and he's got that like striped clothing all of a sudden. And, like, yeah, there's some neat stuff, and then this one one dealer had a, a bunch of those old, like, kind of kind of like these glasses. I'm drinking out of your peanuts glass. The yeah. uh, peanuts glass uh, Charles Schultz <laughs> peanuts glass yes Snoopy and Tra- Charlie so, Brown yes. so I'm just drinking out of your penis here and <laughs> and uh no but they had uh like the ones with Robin and uh Batman and no it was like the guy blue uh pointy ears uh <laughs> um radioactive man no no, no, they didn't have Batman. It was like Robin and then some other like Titan, like a Teen Titan character or something. Cyborg, Aqualad, because that would make sense if you drink out of an Aqualad glass. There may have been an Aqualad, but they were like eighteen dollars, and uh, you know, I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're worth something. But I was thinking five to ten bucks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the most I'd pay. And of course, it is a flea market. I don't know if it's. Apropos, you're supposed Barter. to. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to. Like, do they get offended if you don't haggle with them? I don't know. I've, uh, I have never been to one. Really? Yeah. No Trader's World? Nope. Acid oh. every day. But right. No. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Trader's World's a little big. Like, I, like, if you go there, you almost need to take a break somewhere in between because it's just yeah. aisle after aisle. But this is just like, you know, I mean, it's a little smaller than like a Meyer right. or a Walmart. It's smaller than that. But, yeah, there's. There's some neat stuff, um, some old toys, and like some, this one guy had some, uh, or lady, I don't know who, whose table it was, they had a box of like old metal posters, you know, like Coca-Cola posters, right, right. but they had a couple like uh, like racist character ones that had, you know, like advertising, I don't know what, gum or something, but. So you bought like four of those? <laughs> no, I already had all of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but I mean, it was just neat to see that stuff, because you never see that old old style stuff. Yeah. Not that I'm, uh, yeah. You never see this sweet racist stuff that I love <laughs> so much. That's not what I meant, but you know, it, it was just kind of odd and they had some crazy stuff there. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I had no idea that there was one there in, uh, in that building. Yeah. I mean, here in Dayton, all we hear about flea markets, it's, you know, Middletown, you know, Turtle or, Creek, you know, Turtle Creek, or, well, it's now called, uh, Treasure Island, that's yeah. right. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, Trader's World, like, across the, uh, highway from each other. Yeah. The, the battle of the, uh, the flea markets. Trader's World's the one, <coughs> Trader's World is the one that has the horse. The, the anatomical, anatomical peak crest horse, right? Yeah. <laughs> Giant horse cock. Yeah. As seen Visible from the, from the freeway, yeah. <laughs> Right next to the, uh, Giant Butter Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, where else would your horse cock go? <laughs> Hey, it's not our fault. Yeah. yeah. These are just things that exist. Yeah. Yeah, your penis glass <laughs> and your horse cock sign. It's just there in my world. I, uh, I'm an observer. I didn't, I didn't create these magical things. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of cock, uh-huh. uh, and more specifically vagina, uh-huh. uh, 
Uh, we read Black Hole by Charles Burns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can see how that's a appropriate segue. Yes, it is. Uh, Charles Burns. Charles Burns. What can you say? He... Uh, I can say that uh, C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons is named after him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, didn't he room with... Um, I think he was... Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's yeah, yeah. And uh, one of them's a good artist. <laughs> oh? Uh-huh. Wait, which one? Out of out of who? Uh, out Charles of Matt Groening and, and Charles Burns. Really? You don't, you're not a fan of Matt Groening? Ah, I enjoy the fact that he created the shows that I enjoy. Uh-huh. But no, he is not a great artist. Oh. <laughs> I like it. I like the <clears throat> life and health thing. I think he is uh, a very talented writer and idea man. And can uh, certainly mm-hmm. uh, produce the hell out of a show. Yeah. And uh, entertain me for years and years, even when people just bitch about it. Because all I ever hear anymore is, the Simpsons suck. No, they really don't. Yeah. They truly, really don't. <laughs> well. Unless, I mean... No, I can't. Unless, like, the only things that you watch in life are, like, you know, shows like Dexter and Mad Men. And, like, yeah, The Simpsons is the worst of those three. Right. But, yeah. you know... Compared to, like... To com- compared to other... Right. <laughs> the exact example I was going to use. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I mean, I used to love The Simpsons back when I watched a lot of TV, but, yeah, literally, the two shows you named are, like, the only shows I've seen in the last month, so... Right. Um, yeah. In the past weekend. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. Charles uh, fucking Burns. Charles fucking Burns. Awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> His art is perfect. Yes. Like, there's not a misplaced line anywhere in the entire graphic novel. Not a single one. I mean, 12-issue series collected in various forms, paperback, hardcover, took, what did we figure out? Ten years to come out? Yeah, I think it was... Ninety-five to five, yeah, ish, ish, yeah. yeah, and it fucking shows, yeah. Because oh man, I, I'm gonna guess, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't say. We don't know his work ethic. We don't know. I mean, he does do like a lot of advertisements and he does all the magazine illustrations, right? right, stuff like that. So you know, I'm sure he had paying jobs to mm-hmm. to work on in between. Putting this out, right? But eh, what a day a panel? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say <laughs> two. Yeah, two, two to three if he's you know pushing it late, right? Drinking coffee, <laughs> and it, it shows. Like yeah, like you said, every panel is just. I mean, the, yeah, you could open. I don't, how many pages is this book? Do you think two, uh, two to three hundred? Uh, I'm gonna say uh three fifty, but it, it's. There, I mean, there's not a, a single panel that isn't worth, like, just looking at after you're done reading it. Right. I mean, he is amazing. Even, like, the simplest panels with just, like, you know, a character and just, like, the most plain background in it. I mean, it is just meticulously rendered. Oh, much. yeah. <laughs> but but that's the strange thing, too, is, like, everything is such stark black and white with him. Right. It's It's, like, he just uses... 
you know, like he varies his line weight and things like that to make it to make it look like it has depth and the texture. But, but yeah. there's like some things like on the cover here. I've I've got the hard back, yeah, the hard back out, uh, without the uh, the dust cover. And there's an orange or something on the cover there, mm-hmm. and you can see like little textures on it that uh, you normally find in like an Art Adams yeah. you know, thing. But uh, it is a little stippling. Yeah, but very little of that. Almost everything is just very woodcut like. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good. That's a good uh, analogy. Yeah, he, he does look like scratchboard or woodcut or something like that. Yeah. 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 Is it, well, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, like, I think there's a couple close-ups of sperm or sperm hitting an egg. Where, yeah, where there's like that stipple thing that's right. really impressive. Uh, so I just randomly opened the book and found a page which has another character. A character in the book has their artwork shown, and even that is like a completely different style. It looks like Clyde Barker. Yeah, it does. Uh, very much so. Uh, but I was trying to see if there was a page, because you mentioned the uh, uh, scratch board, mm-hmm. if there was anything that you know, looked like it might obviously be scratch board or not. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, like, even a panel that has just mostly black, Yeah, I think he not, probably just drew that. Yeah, it's 99% black. <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Paint this. <laughs> and he probably yeah, does it all with uh, one pen or one brush. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, like one specific style and every page right. he throws it away and buys a new one. <laughs> he seems like he'd be in that category with Chris Ware as far as just insane, like meticulous Yeah. You know, everything is planned out the way he wants it to be. Yeah. Just oh man. Uh, he's definitely one of those uh that uh you look at his art and you think I should just give up. Yeah. And he's he's a yeah. <laughs> He's one of those guys. Yeah. I will say, though, the story? Eh. Eh. Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he could he could illustrate a how to buckle, buckle your seatbelt manual. Right. If it was 500 pages, I'd read the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story is a little bit better than that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's an above average parable of some sort. Yeah, it's, just, it's real basic and kind of... Yeah. It kind of... You know, it really does remind me... We mentioned David Lynch early on. I thought it was before we started recording. Yeah, but that was, yeah. But, Because uh, I was watching Troll, which he directed. <laughs> yeah, Troll by David Lynch. <laughs> Check it out. He uses his pseudonym, but yeah. it's him. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this kind of reminds me of the David Lynch thing where... I mean, there's a little bit of linearness in it, but most of it is, like, abstract and just, like, right. people... You know, freaking People out, have hallucinations. Right. You don't know what's real. Right. There's a lot of dreams. Oh, that was one thing. I don't. I don't want to forget to mention this. We were talking about his art and like how stark and black and white it is. There's like maybe thirty times in the story where where they say like you know, I I bit another sandwich and the pink, you know, the pink meat or like they're talking about the sky and how yellow it is and like right. how blue something is, and there's not a drop of color in this entire book, but every time that he mentions how something is, is is in color, you see it exactly like he's describing it. Like the the black and white does not take away 
anything from, right, from right. that image. It's amazing the, <clears throat> the way he can. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure how he does that. I think it's just that powerful his artwork. Right. That you can just picture exa- exactly what he's trying to convey. Yeah. Uh, he's just that good. Yeah. Yeah. He's a badass mofo. Yes, he is. Badass. <laughs> So, so you want to talk about the story? <coughs> All right, uh, you're you're much better at that than me. Uh, until you ruin it, yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't worry. I'm waiting to pounce on. <laughs> Wait, didn't they all die though? <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. The story is about. Say there's two main characters in it, and then a bunch of supporting characters who have differing levels of importance. But it's about uh, a kid named Keith and a girl that he has a crush on named Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Chris, uh, during a uh, a party, winds up having sex with uh, the school hunk named Rob. Who, oh uh, yeah, Rob's a badass. Rob's badass. Uh, we should also mention that uh, the story takes place somewhere in the mid seventies. Yeah, mid to late. Yeah, because Charles Burns, he was in high school in seventy three. I remember. Okay. so I'd imagine it's supposed to be that time. And there's a, a point in the story where a character basically leaves school for a while and. She finally sort of resurfaces to talk to one of her friends. David Bowie has just become sort of the new big thing. Yeah. So whenever David Bowie was sort of just becoming David Bowie. So it's, yeah. a, it's either 73 or 94. Uh, I'm going to say 94. Yeah. <laughs> All the references to Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, somewhere in the mid seventies, uh, and uh, so she winds up having sex with Rob, and in the middle of it, uh, she discovers that he has a mouth on his neck. Uh oh! <laughs> <laughs> I always hate that. You're making out. You reach down, extra mouth. Yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, it's some, it's a disease. Uh, like a sexually transmitted disease that is affecting the teenagers of this town, high school, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, in which uh, uh, once they get it, they start to mutate in various different ways. Yeah, each one has their own sort of mutation, which is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, which uh, uh, makes for some of the best visuals in the book, uh, especially in the, the single issues. Uh, there's... Uh, an inside front cover, the inside back cover. Uh, basically, they're yearbook photos of just, you know, a random kid from this high school. Inside front is them before the, the plague. Right. And then the inside back is them after the plague. Yeah. And each single one is unique and awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell he just had a blast with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they wind up uh, manifesting themselves as. You know, becoming dog-faced or losing all your hair, just 
covered in boils, mouth out of your neck, skin falling off, skin falling off, yeah. uh, little tadpole things hanging off of your ribs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was one of the things he described. He was like, they're grayish. Yeah, something. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. And it was black and white. <clears throat> so, uh, basically, the, the kids who have the plague, they all wind up sort of living in this commune in the woods. Just uh, they're ousted by society. They don't go to school anymore. They don't go to school anymore. They root around through trash for food. Or uh, some of the people who can pass, you know, they hang out with them occasionally and like bring them food from the outside. And yeah, the kid with the mouth on the neck—he was still going to school. He was still going yeah. to school. He also had a girlfriend who, uh, or a girl he was sleeping with, uh, other than Chris, who had like webbed fingers or something. Yeah. Like that. <clears throat> you know David Letterman has those? I heard. I did not know that. Someone else, someone told me that. Huh. He had to get them removed or something. Okay. Maybe he went to that school. Maybe he did. <laughs> and we all know about Paul Schaefer. Oh, fucking oh, weird. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy bald Jew. <laughs> you and the racism again. <laughs> again, I never stop. <laughs> it's a constant. <laughs> And that was, that was a lyric from a Preparation H song. This song was called, uh, I think it was just called David Letterman. And I'll recite the lyrics for you now. Because <laughs> David, what a man. Letterman gives away him. Paul, I wish I was you. Schaefer, a funky bald Jew. <laughs> that was the entire song. It was really short. It was a crust song. So I take it you read the lyrics in a book then, because uh, certainly couldn't have heard them. I had the cassette. And the cassette had the lyrics. And the lyrics. It's like a book. Yeah. yeah. It folds out. But you can understand them. You can actually understand them. Oh, it's one yeah. of those, bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were good. <laughs> one of those bands with the clarity. Yeah. The, the enunciation. The ones that the kids don't under- understand because... You can actually understand them. <laughs> Kids in there rocking. Uh, I'm sorry. I just shook my fist, <laughs> just in case anyone was wondering. Uh, but we yeah, have webbed hands. Well, yeah, yeah. But, uh... So, yeah, so this group of kids. Some of them, uh, like, uh, there was the one girl in the, the group that lived in the forest uh, who really didn't look like she had anything wrong with her. Yeah, that was the one I was the most curious about. I was like, what the fuck is going on with her? Right. <laughs> like, why is she such a misfit that she still hangs out with all these kids? Yeah. Like, she must have had something crazy going on, like, if you pull her shirt off or, right. or like, take her shoes off and there's, like, acid seeping out of her toenails or something. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, uh, basically the story of Keith and Chris sort of intertwine, uh, 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 Chris basically uh, is, is sort of outed in front of everyone that she she has the bug, right. and uh, <clears throat> she freaks out. And Rob helps her relocate to the the woods, but she doesn't really want to associate with all the other misfits, and, uh, like actual misfits, not the band. Yeah, right. Yeah, who wouldn't want to associate with them? <sighs> Back in the day. Glenn Danzig was always an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Say. that's what I've heard. <laughs> Never met him. One of my friends did at a record sign said he was an asshole. Yeah, my ex girlfriend 
uh, met him when he was signing uh, comics, like for when he had oh, his uh, erotic erotic comics. Said that uh, she was there with her boyfriend at the time, and uh, like he was like the big Glenn Danzig fan, and uh, uh, saw that he had his fingernails filed into claws. She said that her boyfriend then from that day forward like started oh. growing out his fingernails. <laughs> That's hilarious. Filing. Yeah. That was <clears throat> horrible. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Glenn Danzig. Wow. Yes. What a dweeb. Indeed. Five foot three and four right. Well, that's why. He's got a short man's income. Exactly. Yeah. You know me. I can't stand short people. No. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that they're, they are a plague on society. Okay. Anyone under 5'5", five, five, fuck them. Oh. I, am I under 5'5"? Five, five? I don't think so. I'm 5'9"? Like, I'd say so. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. Girlfriend. She's got to go. My girlfriend? Yeah. She's shorter than 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. <clears throat> She's awesome. You'd, you'd like her. Well, say goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll never date her again. Or, you know, just uh, tell her to grow. Okay. Yeah? Nothing stopping her. Easy enough. Easy fix. Easy fix. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't just think of that. That's the problem with the short people is they never think. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Can we just make racist jokes? I'm totally uncomfortable. <laughs> Can we talk about Libyans or something? <laughs> they shot Doc Brown. That's right. Fucking Libyans. Why would they do that? Just they wanted his plutonium. And they did. Uh, fuckers. Yeah. Could you imagine if they knew that he had a time machine? Well, they wouldn't know because they're stupid foreigners. Exactly. <laughs> they might as well be gay. Yeah. You know, fuck those guys too. Or Italian. Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd fuck those guys. Yeah. Or, uh. Handsome gays out there. Or Puerto Rican. Fuck those people. <laughs> and, and by those people. Those, you uh, those rice and beaners. <laughs> oh, I guess. Because beaners are just Mexicans. And, and, uh, I know they eat rice too, but, uh, Puerto Ricans are just oh, a combination yeah. rice and beaners. Yeah, rice and beaners. I like it. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna incorporate that in the my racist vernacular book. For the record, my family is Puerto Rican, uh, and mine is gay. Yes, and midgets and <laughs> gay midgets surrounding me all my life. Yeah. Uh, this is going into uncomfortable places that I'm usually all too happy to go to. <laughs> I'm all about uncomfortable. Hello. Um. <laughs> but we're we're saying uh, we're saying in the story. Story. In the story of the book. Yeah. Black hole. Black hole. <laughs> you know what I think it really boils down to? Uh, or are you, we're still going over this? No. Fuck it. Okay. Well, yeah. I really think it boils down to Charles Burns sit down and he goes, "I love horror comics and romance comics because he was born in." 50s, Fair. and he kind of grew up with that whole thing, like famous monsters and, and whatnot. And I think he just 
those were his two favorite things. He was like, I'm going to mix these two together. I also love smoking weed. Yeah. I mean, he grew up in the 70s in the high school. And he was like, I'm going to do this giant fucking sweet awesome book about drugs, romance, and monsters. Yeah. And, and for me, that's the only story it needs <clears throat> because it comes across that he loves every fucking panel so hardcore in this book <laughs> that I, it doesn't need anything else, I don't think. Yeah. It's a little deeper than that, though. I mean, you know. That's the essence, though. That's the essence. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, below that even is, is, you know, a story about, you know, just going through puberty. Yeah. And suffering through your teenage oh, years. Oh, yeah. High school alienation. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, even just, like, the people that leave the high school and go live in the woods. I mean, basically, that's just, like, the kids that sit in that one corner in the lunchroom. Right, you know? I mean, right. Yeah, I think it really is just him talking about being a geek in high school. Right? Yeah, right. And probably he was still reading Monster and Romance comics in right, high school. Right. And he just kind of melded it all together. And Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's one of the only graphic novels. I mean... I've reread a few graphic novels, but I've read, and this is the third time I read this one, and I know that I'm not done yet. You know, right, like, right, right. I'll read it a few more times. This is uh, this is actually only my second time through this because mm-hmm. uh, I collected the the individual issues when they came out, uh, <clears throat> and then, but like you know, I didn't like every time a new one came out every two years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go back and reread the other ones. I did at first. Uh, and I just kind of like, it'd been so long. Right, yeah. So basically by the time I read issue 12, you know, wrapping the whole thing up, it was just like, I really don't remember what happened to the yeah. 1 through 11. Right, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I, I read them the, the same way. I read each issue as it came out. And then like, I'd say for the first three or four, I re- went back and reread everything. But then, yeah, after a while, it was basically just me reading this this story that I couldn't remember what, who, like, Keith and Rob, like, the almost first, the same person. Yeah, the first time yeah. I read that story, I thought they were the same until issue number, like, seven or eight. Right, I was yeah. like, that's the same guy. <laughs> they, they look exactly <laughs> alike, except for slightly different haircuts. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then, so yeah, I read that, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what was going on, because by the end of it, I was just like, I just want to look at this awesome art. Yeah. And then, a couple years ago, a few years ago, I, I got really high one night. And I sat there and I read the entire book in one sitting. I didn't even like go up to pee. Yeah. And that was awesome, but I still didn't quite get it because I was really high. <laughs> I was just because I remember just looking at the artwork mostly. But then yeah, yeah, the other night I, I read it two different nights. I sat yeah. down and read it, and man, it was perfect. Yeah, I would have uh, I would have liked to have read this in a bigger chunk, I think. But I don't know what the fuck I do with my time. But you know. I could easily just come home from work and start reading, uh-huh. you know, but I don't. I, I wait till like, 11 o'clock at night when I'm, you know, at my most tired. And, you have to get up at 5. Right, and I'm just like, oh, I'll read for a little bit. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. Well, that's why we I'm a comic reading dumbass. Man, it's such a good, such a good book. It really is. Uh, yeah. I'm, the art uh, definitely makes up the, the majority of the enjoyment of this. But yeah. Totally. It, it's a good enough story to, to keep your interest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the story's not amazing, but it's totally there. It's, right, it's yeah. a acceptable story. It's and there's perfectly solid. There's a couple of scenes. Like, the, the scene where... Uh, is it Rob or Keith? I'm still getting confused. Not the one with the mouth. Unibrow is Keith. Yeah, it's Keith. Okay. <laughs> Double mouth is Rob. Right. Okay. So... 
so Keith is uh, hanging out with uh, a couple stoner friends, and they're they're uh, uh, like high watching TV or something. Yeah. And he goes wandering down the hallway to get a beer or something, or to use yeah, a bathroom. Right. And he meets he meets the girl Liza with yep. the, with the tail. Yep. I don't know why, but I always found that to be so fucking sexy. <laughs> that whole scene. Where she's he's like following her down the hallway, and you see her tail like wagging under the under the shirts and this yeah shirt because she's not wearing pants right at all yeah yeah oh man well I mean yeah that's probably part of why it's so hot is right, it's right. a lady without pants yeah always hot yeah but uh it's a good look ladies yes, it is incorporated in the next summer's uh, fashion <laughs> but uh no but that whole scene where you see her tail wagging and then she like lets him. She like talks him into grabbing the tail while they're having sex. Like well, that's is that that night or is it was a different different night. Different night. Okay, right, yeah, right. yeah. Just the whole that whole thing. I don't know why. I've always was like, is that a penis thing? Is it like me equating that to a penis? I don't think it is. Uh, Turn into therapy a little bit. But but oh man, it was so dark and odd. And, yeah, and like a little creepy. It was creepy. Yeah, fucking sexy. Yeah, well, uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't like being that guy that you know would, would say that about comic art, right? Right. But uh, well, no, I don't mean like the. Actual I, I, I know, but like the mood. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the idea, the whole idea of that. Like there wasn't like a panel that was like, "I'm totally jerking it to this later." Right. But but I mean, just the scene and like just the imagining being high and like having sex with a girl with a tail. Right. Right. It's like, wow, some kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, what's it gonna say? There's something else about the the whole thing. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, if you think about it later, you can. Uh, you can yeah, it. yeah. Uh, but any any last words on the uh, the subject of uh, this awesome book? Uh, I think aren't they turning it into a movie? I heard Neil Gaiman's writing a screenplay. There have been rumors about that for a while. Neil Gaiman, I think, and. Uh, I know at one point the guy who directed High Tension was uh, attached to directing. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I like High Tension enough as a movie, but uh, I don't know, like, like rereading this, like I kept thinking about the fact that it is being turned into a movie, and the fact that this generally seems to get labeled as like a horror story. Yeah. It's not really. I mean, there's... Creepy right. things in it. It's more like a surreal, nightmarish kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, I just I don't I don't know I don't see like generally like sort of that flashy, quick edit. Oh, that would style of directing. Oh, I don't think that would work with this story at yeah, all. Yeah, can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that maybe like yeah, this story saying this is a horror story would be like saying. Uh, Todd Browning's Freaks is a horror movie. Right. It's just it's just like kind of surreal and creepy and yeah. odd. And, and it reminds you of a fever dream or, like I said, a David Lynch because of all the like imagery in his nightmare, right. like the dreams in his movies. Yeah. I think I think I think he would do well with this movie. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, with with this book at least, as a movie. Yeah, I mean he he does at least know when to pull back from the bullshit and you know just tell a story right. yeah. even if it is you know a shitty story but, except uh, for Inland Empire he never pulled back <laughs> never just, saw it just kept going <laughs> yeah 
But uh, yeah, I could see David Lynch doing that. Like a David Cronenberg, even. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, definitely David Cronenberg. All the 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 body imagery and like the mutations. Yeah. That is right up his fucking alley. Right. Or Farley Brothers. Farley Brothers. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> the, the, like they're like he's having sex with the girl and he accidentally rips her tail off and she doesn't notice. And, yeah. Which sort of happens. Which does happen, yeah. But she actually notices, and he's yeah. like, in the movie, he's trying to, like, put it back on. But right, right. He's got, like, glue, and he's... Right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And I know there are some of our listeners. I know they wrote in, so, guys, you need to do this. Make it happen. Fairly Brothers. Fairly Brothers, hell yeah. Is it fair? It's Fairly? I think it's Fairly. Okay, fair. you're, you're fairly sure? I'm fairly sure, yes. Oh. Peter and Bobby. Let's go. Really? That's their name? Aren't they Brady's? Yeah, I'm 40% sure. You're thinking of the Brady brothers. Uh, I'm thinking of both. Okay. Because they were the Brady's. Really? Yeah. They, they didn't want to be attached to the TV show anymore, so they changed their last name when they Brent, started directing Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Sort of like when uh, Alice became had plastic surgery and became uh, Mia Farrow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or, like, you know how uh, you know uh, Emilio Estevez changed his name you know, to differentiate himself from... Martin Sheen. Huh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> That's true, though. Sort of. Yeah. Do I really have to die? Yeah, he, he was a Sheen, wasn't he? Martin Sheen's real name is like Ramon Estevez. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, he was distancing himself from Emilio. Good move. <laughs> that is a good move. Yeah, he saw Repo Man and said, fuck it. <laughs> and then in, when he saw the Maximum Order, I was like, yep, best choice I ever made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take a break. All right. Thank you. 
trash that was a restful break hope you all had a good time <laughs> ah, indeed it was thank you yeah that's fun we tried out your uh, <coughs> cordless keyboard yeah yeah it's uh it has the the range of this room yeah yeah i don't think it's even a, f- a matter of feet because you went around the corner yeah. and you're like right by the wall and it still didn't work yep that's bizarre yeah that's cool though yeah Cordless is cordless. True. I've uh, been looking, I uh, got that about two weeks ago. I've been, been looking forward to getting one for a while. Uh, mostly since we started doing the show. Because mm-hmm. uh, my old keyboard, I would like put it off to the side, but I've got so much crap on my desk that it would just sort of be in the way. Right. And occasionally like I would accidentally hit it and stop the show. Yeah. <laughs> I have the cordless <clears throat> mouse. And yeah. I heard, I heard they have, actually they have cordless phones now. Uh, Tele- no, telephones. I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. No, 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 telephones. I've saw, I saw them, uh, saw them at the uh, Gold Circle the other day. No, no, I think uh, I think you made that up. Hey, oh no, was Jets- that a toy? It was. It was in the Jetsons. That's where I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I was gonna say if it wasn't just like you know like one of those play school things. Maybe it was like you know like something you saw like on a sci-fi TV show like, or something like, like a like the belt in the Voyager. I did see it at that flea market today. A rotary phone. Almost, almost wanted to buy it. Yeah. And oh, and the other cool phone they had, they had a Spider-Man phone, and it was like this tiny little phone. I mean, it is obviously for little kids, but uh, you hang it up like on the receiver, at, like at the base of this basically plastic statue of Spider-Man, like doing his like right. devil symbol signs, his rock and roll hands. <laughs> 
was so cool. It'd be worth getting a you know another landline phone. Yeah, just to have the Spidey phone. I was uh, well, two things. One, my mom had a rotary phone up until about ten, fifteen years ago, I think. Wow. Yeah, and uh, at her shop, which uh, she also had call forwarding at the time. And in order to do that, you have to like enter a code and then the phone number to which you're having the calls forwarded oh, to. So like, thirty every, numbers. Every time she would uh, <laughs> leave work, she would have to spend like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved rooms, <clears throat> man. They're so cool. Yeah. We we had them when we were kids. So yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever had one at uh, my parents' house. We always had push-button phones. Right. Yeah. But uh, the other thing, Spider-Man. Uh, my nephew had... Uh, uh, Spider-Man gummy bears for dessert? No, no. <laughs> he had uh, some Spider-Man action figures in his room. And uh, one of them was uh, uh, like a big you know, 24-inch tall Spider-Man. Oh, right. Fully posable. Hard plastic. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was, uh, he was sitting there, and, like, the position he was in, he almost should have had, like, the sort of the, the devil horns going, but, uh, he just had his hands, like, fully splayed. And, uh, I was like, that seems inappropriate for Spider Man. He should have the devil horns. Yeah. <laughs> and is he supposed to be climbing up a wall or something? No, he was just, you know, like, propped up against yeah. his closet. Yeah, he looks weird whenever he's not. That, that's how you can always tell in the comics that it's not Peter Parker, it's somebody pretending to be Spider-Man. Like that issue of Sledgehammer Comics, number two, where uh, the guy was posing as Spider-Man. He never made the devil horns. Uh-huh. He always just had flat hands. Didn't, uh, when, uh, when he got the black costume, did he uh, not make the devil horns? He just sort of... Because they came out from the, black, the, uh-huh. the, the back of his hands, he had that white patch. I didn't think he was so used to it that he would still do it, even if he didn't need to. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I'm going to go pull up Secret Wars number 8 and check it out. I've got, uh, I think in my bathroom I have uh, the Saga of the Alien costume. Ooh. Is that the origin? Like the origin? The original? It's the trade paperback that has... Uh, like 252 on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have Secret Origin or Secret War, but it has Wow the That's good stuff. Yeah. I loved that. I loved that costume. That was one of my favorite toys was my Secret Wars toy of uh, black costume spider. Yeah. I only had a Wolverine. He was cool too. Yeah. It's the only one I've ever had. Black claws or silver claws? Silver. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Of course I had no idea who he was. I just saw it. Said sure, and my mom said yes. You can have that. <laughs> he can't, you're like he comes with a red shield. It must be Captain America and an alternate costume. Uh, I knew that much difference. Fuck. There. Heart attack, but I'm all right. Sweet. Yeah, you always overcome those. Real, you're bouncing back quicker now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was the first four that that really took it out yeah, of me. But you yeah. Know, once you get past that, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, it's like a cop. Right? Yeah. You're a trooper. Yeah. Uh, is there any, uh, any uh, decent comics? Did you read any bad comics this uh, last week? Uh, 
The only thing I read that came out last week was uh, Wednesday Comics, the DC thing. Um, seems like I bought a couple more. I read Doom Patrol. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I haven't read anything else lately. I've uh, I've bought Wednesday Comics. I just haven't read them. Uh, I don't know why. That <clears throat> uh, will at some point. Good stuff. Yeah. It's uh, on my trip to uh, Indianapolis, uh, to and back. I read uh, the Marquis. Oh yeah, the guy Davis. Guy Davis uh, trade paperback of uh, all the published Marquis stories to date. Is it good? Uh, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those things when. Like, the first series or whatever came out, I had, I bought them as they came out, Mm -hmm. but I never read them. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, like, when the second series or whatever came out, like, I just, well, I'm pretty sure that my comic shop never ordered them. Uh Yeah, so, it's not good to look. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But that was... Yeah, probably before I could ever give them shit about it. But, uh, so yeah, so when the trade came out, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I love Guy Davis. He's awesome. And yeah, it's a pretty good story. Is, is it both series or one? It's uh, the first miniseries, the following miniseries, and then the one shot that came out. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and then he did like a whole new prelude for it, like a, like a five, six page story that went before the first issue. Uh, <clears throat> plus he reprinted the original version of that story. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he he did, like, uh, back in 1997, he had a, like, a preview of the Marquis that came out from Caliber Comics. Oh, wow. I loved Caliber. And, uh, uh, I guess he decided when he did the trade that, uh, he would redo the beginning, uh, prelude to it, mm-hmm. like with a all new story, uh, that way, because <clears throat> he said the way that the original one turned out, and how everything reads together in a trade, that, uh, the prelude over explains too much. Oh, okay. So, he just wanted to sort of back off from that a little bit. Right, it was made more for people who hadn't read the others. Like, yeah, yeah. And, uh... I guess, yeah, just to pretty much get people interested in it, because it came out three years before the actual series ever did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then he's got, like, a ton of sketches and, you know, character designs and unpublished arts and cover arts from, like, every different edition of the book. Wow. I'll count Bristol. That is him that does uh, Zombies That Eat the World. Yes. Right? Yeah, he's awesome, because that looks hilarious. Yeah. But the, the marquee and the other, some of the other stuff I've seen by him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's right. He does BPRD, doesn't he? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've still never read a single issue of BPRD. How weird is that? Uh, that was weird. <laughs> I should. Yeah, I totally should. You should. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They are pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I guess he's uh, gonna finish out the, the story of the marquee and like a series of graphic novels. Okay. Uh, so he's got like two more graphic novels coming out. Two or three more, something like that. Sweet. Yeah. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. And they're doing, um, I think it's Tomorrow Publishing. I 
think that's who does the Modern Masters. They're yeah. doing one of him in October. Yeah. That looks cool. I love those books because you just, I got the Art Adams and the Kevin Nolan one and the Bruce Timlin. Yeah. They show all these sweet sketches and like unpublished like uh, commission art and things like that. Some really great stuff in those. <clears throat> I think I would like the idea of those more if they were done more like coffee table books. And I think I've talked about this on the show. Right. Uh, like, you know, like that Art of Hellboy book. That, uh, oh, yeah. Have, you like know, just bigger pages. and Big pages. It's nice and thick. It's full color. And mm-hmm. it's got every last possible piece of related art other than the comic right. pages. You know? Right. <clears throat> I mean, in their defense, though, they're relatively cheap. They're like, like 13 bucks. Yeah, 13 yeah. bucks, yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, if they came out with, you know, the art of, you know, Adam Hughes as, like, this big-ass fucking coffee book. Right. Fuck yeah, I'd buy that. Really? Okay. Uh, I respect Adam Hughes, but... Or, I'm a, a net art Adam. Okay. That's... But I would probably buy an yeah. Adam Hughes one, too, because I like him. <laughs> I was like, I, I wouldn't mind Adam Hughes one, although my hat's off to the guy, a good, good artist, but... Yeah, yeah, art Adams. Yeah. Fucking A, I would. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Tim definitely, because mm-hmm. uh, there's so little of his stuff available in... Like you know, print. I want to see, I want to see a book of cover, like, like a book of every cover that uh, Kevin Nolan ever did. Yeah. And maybe, maybe a Brian Bolin. Maybe they could weed out some of the like Camelot three thousands or something. Yeah, but but even those are still yeah, good. they're still good. But but he's got so many amazing like Vertigo and DC covers over the years. You know what I'd say they could weed out from Brian Bolin? Half of the Invincible covers. Really? Yeah, they're awful. Really? Yeah. I love them. Invisible is my favorite comic of all time. Most of Brian Boland's covers for that series are terrible. Really? Yeah. I love them. I love all those covers. Like I hate those, those are ones I would want them to include. Oh, I hate them. Especially <laughs> Volume 3. The, the ones that were oh, counting down to, yeah. to 1. Fuck, those are terrible. Really? Fucking awful. Oh, man. Uh, what, what, you don't think it has his normal style, or you just don't? Uh, one, I don't think that has his normal style. Two, I don't like them. Three, they're not good. There is a little bit of like computery. He was doing a lot of Photoshop work yeah. on them, and it's uh, it's like uh, it's like when uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Back came out, uh-huh. and that was like full color, you know, by yeah. Ben Barley. I bought that first issue, and I said that, you know, I'm not paying for someone to learn how to use Photoshop when they're making a comic. <laughs> and that's the exact same thing with Brian Bowling. Really? I, I was I, like, man, he's teaching himself <laughs> how to use Photoshop on my dime. I, I really like Fuck those. that. You learn it on your own time, and when you get good, then you can start doing oh, no. it. Which I, he did, eventually. Because I, like I, I mean, like he like he's still got the Photoshoppy <laughs> stuff uh, still with going. like his, his Jack of Fables right. and uh, I think some of the Flash covers that he did uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when he was mm-hmm. the Invisibles, awful, 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 awful. It's, it's have to agree to disagree. <sighs> I'm not saying all of them were awful. Right. Most of them were awful. Oh man, see, I would. Those are the ones that like, I would want them to have in the book that and like all the animal man and all uh, the animal men are great even the wonder woman covers they were awesome yeah those are awesome and uh, uh 
mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like a second ago earlier. It's cool that he uh, he's doing the new Animal Man covers too. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Like when I first saw the number one, I was like, ah, they're spoofing the old Brian Bolden cover. And then I, was, I saw number two, I was like, wait, that is Brian Bolden. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's amazing. He is very good. Yeah. Yeah, what, what I was just saying. Is he the one that, doesn't he only draw on a Wacom tablet now? I believe so, yeah. It's him? Yeah. Wow, he's still good. Yes, he is. You, you think like that would drastically affect his style? Uh, it did. Did you not just listen to me? <laughs> but I mean, it still looks just like his artwork. Uh, that stuff didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't look like his layout or style, but I mean, you could still see like his line work a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'm done talking about Brian Bull. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Bruce Tim. Yeah, because I think he's awesome. He is awesome. And uh, like I said uh, earlier, I would love to have like a fucking coffee table look of his stuff since so little wood it seems to be in print. Oh, he's great. His pinups and things. Yeah, yeah. Conan and Red Sun and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's worked on a lot horror comics ever. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he is awesome. And he's involved with my movie pick. Oh, Dead Heat? <laughs> he storyboarded Dead Heat? He did? I have no idea. <laughs> Man, you are excited about that movie. Chute <laughs> uh, Williams, Joe Biscoe, and Vincent Price. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we can watch that. Not for the show, though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, really definitely uh, in our in our street time. Downtown. Yeah. No, for the show, mm-hmm. I'm picking. I was going to say this is our first, but it technically isn't. Animated? Uh, well, it's our first animated. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to say it's our first comic uh, movie. Oh, the, the very first but, one. But the very first episode was a comic movie, yeah. even though it's a comic hardly anyone has ever heard of. Uh, but this, uh, I think a couple more people may have heard of. We're all class. Uh, style, mm, wittiness, and class. Those would be the three words to describe this show. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Sweet. I had an inkling you were going to pick that. I, yeah, I've never seen that movie, yeah. which is retarded. <laughs> I mean, I love Batman, I love Bruce Timm, and I love movies. I, uh, hey, I love all those things. I was an avid Batman the Animated Series watcher when mm-hmm. it was on television. Did not see that in the theater when it came out. Did not see it until about five years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What is wrong with us? I don't know. We're not good fanboys. Well, I do know that I slept in the day that it came out in the theaters. It was Christmas, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> and that's about as long as it was in the theaters. Oh, really? It didn't, it didn't last. No. Which is a shame, because if it... Well, thank God for DVD. 
that that the the DVD direct to DVD oh, market yeah. actually exists because then now we have things like you know the New Frontier and that Batman uh, Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights and, yeah. you know, all the other direct to DVD animated movies mm-hmm. you know, from DC anyway that are coming out. The Hellboy animated movies are also pretty good. Uh, both of the Ambush Bug animated movies are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no good Marvel ones though. They all suck. I've only seen the Ultimates one. They yeah, I was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the the Hulk versus was mildly entertaining. I wanted to see oh the Wolverine one. Uh, Wolverine and then Thor. Oh, okay. I wanted to see the, the Doctor Wolverine Strange one was uh, more entertaining than Thor. But, uh, Doctor Strange was okay. I've, I've heard it was good from people, but uh, it was it was just okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Iron Man was fucking awful. And, uh, I think that was it. Yeah, I don't think they... Ultimate Avengers and Ultimate Avengers 2. Yeah, the Ultimate Avengers one. I mean, I was like, I didn't really like Ultimates. Yeah. And then I saw that and I was like, wow, this is not even as good as the Ultimate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. The source material, not that great anyway, but... Even worse. The adaptation was just sort of, you know... They had to leave it out. It was just ballless. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, this wasn't meant for kids, but we took out everything that wasn't meant for kids. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's cool. Yeah? I really want to watch that. Yeah, all right. So we'll have to wait a week. Uh, Well, at least we can watch... I got nothing else. Uh, have your pets spayed and neutered. Um, read Black Hole. It's fucking sweet. Yes, it is. We have a hardcover copy available at Mavericks. Twenty nine fifty cover price. Twenty five percent off. Twenty five percent off comes down to what twenty two bucks. Um, yeah, about twenty two bucks. So come and come and uh, pick it up there, kids. <laughs> Bring your ID. You yes. have to be 18. There's, yeah. there's penis and vagina. That's right. The JJ. Come on in. <laughs> and maybe if you're lucky like me, you can find one at half price books for like six bucks. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Hardcover? Yeah. Hardcover. Nice. Yeah. And you know, half price books just yeah. moved. I know they did. I'm on the right state. Yeah. The last day was uh, Thursday. Really? I was just there last Monday. And I overheard uh, one of their employees on the phone say our last day is Thursday. <laughs> so you got it right from the, straight from the cow's mouth or whatever they say. Yeah, cow. Yeah. 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 Um, did not buy anything that trip. Uh, there was one thing I almost bought. Uh, it was uh, an audiobook. Guillermo del Toro wrote a book. And it was read by Ron Perlman. And I thought, I would like that. On CD? Yeah. Nice. But uh, even then, it was still too expensive to really just, you know, shut out that. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know he wrote novels. Uh, he's just wrote, written the one, co-wrote it with, with someone. Mm. It's about vampires. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming since it's Guillermo del Toro and he directed Blade 2 that they're not pussy vampires like, you know, Twilight and Anne Rice. Right. Crap. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Uh, for the road trip. We pay for the road trip uh, in September. We could get that. I have a different audio book in mind for okay. our road trip. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I think you mentioned that. Yes. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job, everybody. Congratulations, listener. Yeah, you did good. You, you did made good. it all the way through. Uh, we're out of here. Yo. Bye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.